the internet and welcome to this episode of Trend in the Place That You Love Now Place Where. Uh, that is courtesy of Aiden Devlin uh, and it was supposed mm. to be a, a REM stand, okay, I believe. Oh. Maybe. Uh, I think I've... I, that's not one of my favorite REM songs. I'm a lifelong REM head, but that's not one of the ones that got me. Mm-hmm. What do you think of REM, Miles? Oh, man. Uh, I think it's vital um, for your sleep. So. <laughs> for sleep cycles. Uh, hell yeah, man. Uh, that's Miles. I'm Jack. This is what is trending. You know uh, what? I think it was Michael Stipe scared me. He was yeah. freaky to me when I like yeah, in the early sure. night. I was like, yo, I don't know. He doesn't feel like a fun guy. He's just like, oh, I'm fucking Michael Stipe. Like, and I wasn't feeling the music enough to learn more aside from being like, he looks like a weird John Malkovich dude. I don't know. I, I just, yeah. as a very superficial consumer of music at that age, I'm like, you look tired and sad, sir. So I'm not really <laughs> feeling it. But what is the frequency, Kenneth? Yeah, yeah. That was that was their rock album, Monster. Mm-hmm. And it's got Hell some yeah. monster riffs on it and some monster love, jams, I know you fuck brother. with the rem. Like you, I fuck with the rem heavy. Yeah. What do I? What? What's a gateway album? If you wanted to get me automatic for it. the people and out of time. Yeah, you always actually talk about that automatic for the people. All right. Do love that one. I'll take um, it for a spin. Champions League. What's happening, man? Yep. I mean, uh, you know, Arsenal still aren't in the Champions League, but I still longingly look at the competition because it is uh, fantastic. The, you know, it's like anything. COVID is affecting sports. There's rules. The Champions League is like one of those leagues where you'll see teams like Juventus play a smaller team from, let's say, Zagreb or something like that. And uh, now we're seeing like these sort of differences with countries in lockdown of some teams having supporters in the stadiums and others not. Uh, because for the longest time they were all empty matches or, or empty stadium matches, obviously to combat the spread of uh, COVID. But now depending on what the local rules are, the uh, UEFA is allowing some stadiums to sort of have fans. So essentially saying they're like, well, first they have to respect the like local, like the laws within the country. And then from there, they'll say, look, there, no way fans are allowed in this in like in the stadiums. And they also the uh, capacity has to be capped at 30 percent. So even if like they're allowed more, but those are just sort of, you know, I, I don't know, a way to have fans back in. But it still just feels very odd. I'm sure like, you know, 30 percent capacity is just something like, oh, I can't quite get the vibes going in here when you're used to just like singing from the first minute to the 90th. Is with a Champions, bunch of supporters. So. The the idea that you have pro teams playing against like just lesser programs that aren't like part of some uh, standardized like overarching organization like the NBA or the NFL is is Champions League more or I guess that uh, overall like infrastructure more like college football would you say like where it's like some of the teams are just like basically small schools that are it's like, like it's hard to level. say because it's like. Most of the sports that are played in America, like the the leagues that are in America, are the best league objectively for that sport. Right. And see what the Champions League is doing is that like saying, well, there's soccer, there's a league in England, there's a league in France, there's a league in Germany, and it's hard to say who has the best league. So by that's where they have this, where like the best of each league are playing. So I mean, a, it would be like Canadian basketball's top three teams versus the NBA's top three teams versus the Filipino league's top three teams. And yes, 
because some leagues are much more concentrated with talent because of like the cash that they have, you're going to get these sort of like mismatches. But sometimes you get for like, you know, very memorable ties where, you know, these underdogs get a, a shock result. Because the other thing is too, a lot of these teams, they're not good at like traveling in the dead of winter to like Minsk in Belarus. Right. So like, and the travel like affects the team. So sometimes like, you know, it, it, it can be an equalizer, but at the end of the day, like if your team's stacked, it's, it can be a bit of a, a guaranteed result. Right. And I mean, I'm, I'm assuming like the big teams have better travel, like they have a better plane than the shitty teams, right? So, yeah, to a certain level. Yeah, sometimes some they might have a their own jetliner that's just dedicated yeah. to the team's travel. Other ones might be like, yeah, we fly commercial, but it's all good. I mean, it does remind me a little bit of like you know college basketball, and that like you have Kentucky sometimes, like most of the time, really, because there's only so many games that are against uh, like top level competition. So you have Kentucky right. going against like some, you know, like Eastern Kentucky. Uh, yeah. which is not, or, not even on the same level. There's a similar thing where like in England, like the FA Cup, you'll see top teams play some of the teams in the lower division. So you'll see like Manchester right. United versus Sheffield Wednesday or something like that. And yeah, the, the facilities might be a bit different. Mm. Um, and Arsenal's not in Champions League because they didn't finish top, top three. Four. Top, top four. four. Yeah, still, still itching, still itching. All right, man. All right. We're um, rebuilding. We're rebuilding. For you. We're rebuilding. Thank you, man. I there you go. There you go. Uh, Walmart Black Friday. What's what's happening? Are they going to have it? I don't know. That they sort based on the ads being released, they want to. It's just trending so high on Google because I don't know. Again, we talk about our markers of time. Like yeah, and Black Friday is like for consumers is like the big deal. Uh, but. Yeah, the Walmart, they, they just put out their, I guess they're like what deals are going to be coming out on these on the coming Black Friday. They're doing it in like waves, apparently. There's like round one, which is November 4th, then round like two. Corrals like a public yeah. marathon. Yeah. It's like round two, fight over a <laughs> Uh So that's what, you know, I don't. Uh, I mean, those it's deals, man. That implies the presence of some sort of like, overall coordinating coordination just like uh and that organization is the opposite like the whole point of that is chaos it's like everybody is just let loose at the same time and fights each other over uh which is by the way a media myth it's overrated how like wild things are at black friday sales they the media just jumps on any story that involves any sort of violence or chaos at a shopping facility on that day and yeah. pretends like it's part of a Black Friday uh, Oddly enough, of violence. They they uh, just try and heighten all that chaos, just like they do when they cover, you know, uh, racial injustice or social justice marches. That's exactly right. Too. Uh, yeah. They reuse clips of the same shit trying to be like, well, this is what it's like. And it's not. So, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean what their plan is for people and coming in and shit like that. But whatever, it's, you know, black right. Friday, a nice orderly door buster. Um, that's exactly. what we're looking at. And then you uh, go home with a lung buster. Uh, Jeffrey Tubit <laughs> lung buster. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a fun name for COVID-19 that doctors <laughs> should, doctors should use. Watch out yeah, for sure. the lung buster. This they're like, uh, can I have a different doctor? Actually, this guy <laughs> seems very his bedside manner is just non-existent. 
he's uh, just hired a marketing firm. And so that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's where this is coming from. I'm sorry. The consultant said this would, this would work better or hit harder, I guess. I, I, I didn't. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Tubin, Jeff Tubin uh went tubing on zoom am i right oh boy uh so we don't know much uh jeffrey tubin is like the cnn uh legal analyst and yeah. also a new yorker uh legal analyst he writes for the new yorker one of the one of the ones who even gets in the in the magazine on a pretty regular basis uh and he was on a zoom meeting between wmyc and New Yorker staff, uh, mm-hmm. at which point he exposed himself. Uh, he's saying it was accidental. Uh, he's saying it was accidental. He did something that uh, while he thought he was uh, off camera, and it turns out he was on camera. Um, what did he do, though? I mean, I'm sorry to get like, real fucked up. That is the question. Crass, but like, what did he be like? Uh-oh, y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Like, oh my god, what is going on? Or did he like really be like, oh, thank God, I'm a masturbate while my kids are out of the house and shit. But I'm right. on this Zoom call and they're like, oh my god, oh my god. That's the whole difference. Like, if he was doing something like that, that is a, a real problem. Uh, if he like just left his camera on while he had to like use the restroom or something. That is, you know, super embarrassing and dumb, but what we shall see. Yeah. I mean, what he said was, I, I believed I was not visible on Zoom. Okay, so then something's going. Okay, that means you were in. It's not that the call ended, and you were a straggler. You said, you know what? I'm a. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but if you, nah, nah, I don't. Okay, all right, Tubin, Jeff Tubin, and boot it. That does not sound good. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not feeling good for his. Uh, he he asked for time off to deal with a personal issue, which yeah, I'm sorry, are you just a dude doing like the wild? All right, come on, people. Just I don't know. Just don't yeah. pull your dick out in any unless you know you're ever in a, the yeah. privacy of your own home and not yeah. on a Zoom call. Do not expose people to your dick. Uh, That's why you got to go old school. That's why I only beat my meat to the magazines. <laughs> Ain't gonna be no Zoom call in you know <laughs> in, in a penthouse. Oh man, uh, bummer! Real bummer that we have to picture Jeffrey Tubin's day. I don't even. Yeah, and he called it again. I and I hate to just keep bring. I as much as I want to keep moving on for the sake of the country, he calls it an embarrassingly stupid mistake. And I'm trying to understand if he's trying to like mitigate something that was actually really just fucked up, insidious, right. predatory, like just full on, like. I'm going to do some wild shit while a coworker is on a zoom call or right. not. But I mean, I'm not, you know, yeah, we'll see. Um, all right. Throw your dick in the trash. It is <laughs> throw your dick in the trash. It is interesting that he is, you know, one of the primary legal analysts for uh, CNN. And we have this election coming up that I've been doing some studying up on uh, the 2000 election and how that all went down and it is scary and hopefully democrats are lawyering up because it's it's wild how just arbitrary uh, the law was applied when it came to the 2000 election anyways donkeys is trending <laughs> so i heard this phrase for the first time 
Uh, yep. do, do we want to play a clip? Yeah, I mean, uh, for people who don't know, this was just trending big, and we believe it to be Jamie Loftus uh, from a parallel dimension. This is a Absolutely. woman who's lining up to vote in Boston. I want to vote on Fenway because we've all been cooped up inside for a little bit, and I got my donkeys, and I'm ready to vote for Joe Biden, but I wish I was voting for Bernie Sanders, but it's a team sport. Okay, so that that feels uh, we covered all of it. A reluctant Biden voter who would rather be voting for Bernie Sanders and a Dunkin' Donuts fan. Yeah, we got donkey, it all. There. I got my donkey. When she says for for the you got know my you can't donkeys. see it, I got my donkeys. She gestures to an iced coffee in her hand. Uh, this is a landmark moment for me personally, as it's the first time I've heard Dunkin' Donuts referred to as donkeys, and uh, I will never refer to it as anything besides donkeys going forward. I know um, next time we're, we're ever on the road again and you get me to have Duncan, I hope you'll be like, yo, let's hit the donkeys really quick. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I will oh, trust yeah. you because now I love those sour cream donuts. She's voting at Fenway. Like, yeah, cooped up inside. So I came to Fenway, <laughs> got my donkeys, voting for Joe, even though I'd rather vote for Bernie Sanders, you know. You know but it's a vibes. team sport. It's a team sport. That's yeah. the thing you have to understand about democracy. Look at my match. Team sport. Look at that. Celtics logo, Bruins logo. Fucking Red Sox logo, Pats jersey. Fuck My friend me. Sean and I always talk about how like silly it is at the end of uh, the town where they're like, "We're gonna rob the cathedral, Fenway," and it's just like, "All right, yeah. fuck off, Boston." But it's almost like more that that is accurate, <laughs> like accurate right. to who Bo- uh, Boston is, uh, than it is that it's like unrealistic, and we're laughing at the movie. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Um, and finally, uh, Dodgers are trending <laughs> back in the <laughs> World <laughs> Series. <laughs> Just for us to maybe lose. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, mean, this is yeah, some serious Buffalo 3-1. Bills shit if, if the Dodgers lose. Yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, it's part of me is just all, like I, I love coming. The comeback was fantastic. Uh, when you're down three yeah. one, you, you remember those because that's usually the ones where the you know accumulated sports statistics indicate eh, you're probably gonna probably gonna stop that right there. You might get to a game seven, but it's the three one is very very difficult to overturn. Uh, and here we are. Uh, you know, just I I don't know what to say. Uh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm. I have. I don't know. Like I'm optimistic, but because of the last two. Yeah, I have a lot of pain and anguish, uh, and it would just be so fucked up if we go to three out of four World Series and we don't win a single fucking one. Just get swept. Uh, yeah. I am a Dodgers. I'm I'm a fake baseball fan. Like I was I was uh, real into Boston. Bought the Sox when I lived there, just because you know Fenway, the Cathedral. It's where I do all my voting. You know, exactly, uh, but uh, you know, just. Uh, through osmosis, I've definitely, you know, the you can't uh, live here, be a sports fan, and not like kind of be uh, pulling for the Dodgers here after three out of four years being the the Buffalo Bills of the of Major League uh, Baseball. Uh, but yeah. I think I think they got it in them this year. Uh, I uh, hope so. That I mean, home sh- run by uh, what's his name Sager or no, not Sager. Sager yeah, uh, is that? No, Co- uh, Bellinger. That home run by oh, Bellinger. Oh, Cody Bellinger. 
was yeah. one of the most satisfying home runs because uh, it was tied and like just the second he made contact with it and he just like threw his bat it was yeah it was dope mm. uh, and also just Dave Roberts you know he's we've gone through it with him we've criticized his management in the postseason but this was really the pinch hitting decision was great it was key moment to have Kike in there uh, for Jock Peterson just to fin- I mean, every, every it just felt, you know, it feels right. That's when I'm like, oh, please win. And also Dave Roberts, fellow Blasian, Blackanese man, please, sir, help. Yeah. I would love this. I would love this. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, too. He, he walked, so I'm a podcast. So they are going to the World Series to face uh, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. People were pointing out, <laughs> so this was Action Cookbook on Twitter. Uh, tweeted congratulations to los angeles and tampa two cities seeking to break seven and 20 day title droughts respectively because <laughs> uh, the lakers won it seven days ago tampa bay like won the uh stanley cup 20 days ago so yeah one way or another i love it I love someone's it. gonna be on a streak uh yeah, oh my god that last out uh that 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 sealed the game last night the do my neighborhood went yeah, the mine fuck too. up? Like I think every neighborhood it wasn't even way. fireworks. People were bucking shots. Oh really? Like guns. They were. I was like, you know what? Hey, we're in LA, baby. Yeah. Uh, and that's that is what it is. When your when your team gets to the World Series again, you're gonna hear some some clapping. snap crap, <laughs> snap crackle pop. That's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was it was a fun times. Fun times to be uh, Angelino, uh, except for the whole uh, unless you're a terrified whole, dog pandemic uh all right well that's uh that's what's trending this monday we hope you all are doing good Mm -hmm. be kind to yourselves be kind to each other uh stay inside wash your hands wear a mask don't do nothing about white supremacy we will talk to y'all tomorrow bye bye